Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that... Okay, I'm gonna do my best Vin Diesel here. <laughs> Don't have friends. It got family. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Very good. Oh, oh no. I don't know how I didn't see this coming. In retrospect, it was so obvious. Yeah, oh an episode entirely about family called Family. All you're gonna There's going to is... be Vin Diesel drops everywhere, man. Everywhere. You're welcome, listeners. You get to hear the sultry tones of Vin Diesel say family. He, so it's only been said 33 times in the eight Fast and Furious movies so far, which I find incredible. I thought it was said more than that in the last one. <laughs> And in the last one, Charlize said it so much more than everyone else. Yeah, Vin barely says it anymore. No, and honestly, you should get some Charlize family drops because she says it. It's not as good, but she definitely makes it a lot more sinister. So mm. there are some times in here when we, I think we need that. Did you ever think you'd betray your family the way you did today? So this is season five, episode six, Family. Original air date, November 7th, 2000. Mm-hmm. Getting towards the end of 2000. Yeah. And it's interesting that th they basically skipped Halloween. Yeah, no Halloween episode. Because last week, the air date was October 24th, or last episode, I should say. And mm -hmm. then this episode is November 7th. Yeah. So they were like, well, we're not doing a Halloween episode, so we're Just not even going to air week it. Off. <laughs> yeah. It. People would expect it if it was airing on Halloween and it wasn't a Halloween episode, it was this. They'd be like, huh, this seems a bit weird. <laughs> I kind of get the feeling that the CW wasn't, like, a great network to be airing on, necessarily. Oh, probably not. Yeah. Was it the CW at this point? Because it goes to the WB next season. <sighs> yeah. After season five. I'm pretty sure. At one point, it was on Fox, wasn't it? Oh my god, I can't remember <laughs> anymore. The thing is, the CW didn't exist at one point. The CW oh. only is, is the, the combination of the WB and something. Oh, I'm, like, maybe I have that entirely backwards then. It doesn't matter. Remember. It doesn't matter. Family. It really doesn't. I'm not going to figure it out. Let's let's move on. Right, here we go. So, open up. It's our favorite little kitty cat. <gasps> Miss Kitty Fantastico! Miss Kitty! Is this the last time we ever see her? Yeah. Oh, pour one out for Miss Kitty Fantastico. Pour one out. And according to the wiki, they're going to bring up the fact that we never saw her again, like, late season seven. <laughs> <laughs> interesting i'm telling you man they get that one writer who just remembers everything oh, they God. do wrap up and is like we're doing this we're figuring it all out i mean that's a tenuous way of putting it they didn't wrap up like oh yeah the great unsolved mystery of why aren't more people mad at xander for that thing he did in season two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you mean Fantastico everyone forgot about that was a fan favorite. So people were probably very sad not to see her again. Yeah, but it's not like a fucking mystery. It's like, oh, it's a cat. I don't know. She's doing cat things. That's fine. She doesn't need to be on screen doing them. And I can't imagine that having a cat around makes filming easy. <laughs> no. I don't no, think no, you no. want to try to film a cat. And they were probably like, this was a mistake. Cats <laughs> are cute, but they're not worth this. <laughs> so Willow's rocking them pink leopard print pajamas. They're so good. I have so many pictures, not one of this. So many other pictures. <laughs> Tara wants to look up a bunch of spells so, like, she's more useful to the gang. She's feeling left out still, which is fair. She's feeling like she's not part of it and is not very useful, which is also pretty fair. Everything that Tara's saying is pretty reasonable. And then I think Will calls her essential. And you're like, <laughs> are we pouring it on a bit thick there? <laughs> I mean, Willow's tired and just wants people to go to bed here. She wants some cuddles. And hey, they're being very adorable. Oh, super adorable. Yeah. Yeah. But at no point, I don't know, every time that Tara has these same concerns, Willow doesn't say things like, oh, like, let's figure out why you're feeling that way. And maybe we can find out, like, figure out a way to fix it. She's just like, no, your feelings are so wrong. You're totally a part of the group. That's not actually fixing anything. Yeah, no, because the situation is fine. Everything's absolutely fine. So nothing needs to be fixed. Nothing, so they don't need to talk fixed. about fixing things. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. All good. A-okay. A-okay. Buffy's spilling the beans to Giles about the whole Don Key thing. 
Well, she's got to tell someone, and honestly, who else can she tell? Oh, no, this is the perfect person to tell. And this is the only person to tell. There's an old line about, like, the only way three people can keep a secret if, is if two of them are dead. And, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty fair. Telling Giles, you know, you can keep that between you two. Oh, yeah. Anyone Giles else, like, is... that's going to go horribly. No, because <laughs> definitely top of the list of people you can't tell is, I think Joyce, actually, is the top of that list. I don't then know, Don's Dawn. gonna blurt it out to fucking everyone. I'm the key! <laughs> it's not fair! But right? It doesn't have to be the key. Yeah. Yeah. So, Don, no. Joyce, no. Xander's also going to blurt it out. Willow's the worst at keeping secrets. Oh my god, she's terrible at them. Tara is going to tell Willow, because she'll be too flustered to know what's going on otherwise. Anya doesn't even care, but she wouldn't keep that secret. There's no, no. way. She would just say it without thinking because she doesn't really care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Riley, I was about to say, is good at keeping secrets. But, like, Mm. how badly did he keep his whole initiative secret? (laughs) Right. He's very not top secret. So poorly. So, yeah. Giles, only option. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's bad stuff. Again, continuing from last episode, like, this is a dilly of a pickle that Buffy finds herself in here. And at this point, they've really sort of presented it as Buffy is accepting it. She feels that she needs to protect Dawn. And yes, the monks gave her no choice. Mm -hmm. But now that it's done, like, what else is she going to do, really? Yeah, not a heck of a lot to be done here. When did her dad become a deadbeat? (laughs) Oh, he's not a deadbeat. He's got enough money to take his secretary to Spain. (laughs) Like, it's right now, I think. No, her dad became a deadbeat when she, well, when he didn't take her to the ice skating thing that they do every year for her birthday and was definitely not a contrivance for that one episode. I suppose we can use that. I mean, that was the episode where Buffy's dads betray her. So yeah, it, it's hard not to feel like it's a contrivance, but <laughs> sure. He's Everything like a full on deadbeat Hank now. is a contrivance. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. Buffy's mom looks great in comparison, though. Oh, she hasn't abandoned the entire family. Oh, oh, something about Hanky Panky mm, with the nice. secretary. Yes. Yeah. Good. The good. show should have made that joke. Right? In no, it's such a moment. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> such the wrong moment for it, but that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so Glory's upset. She's going to get back at the Slayer for messing up her hair, damaging her nice dress. Her dress is all, like, covered in concrete dust i guess is what i'm gonna call it (laughs) rubble yeah lots of rubble she's pissed as she should be very angry yeah but like it's sort of her own fault that this building fell on her you know uh are you gonna tell that to her though no well then i don't think it matters scraping yeah groveling absolutely (laughs) really just anything that she might be okay with Uh, yeah. Getting out of her sight as quickly as possible, yeah. Sure, yeah, going to do her, her will somewhere, whatever, whatever she wants. So immediately post-cold open, we get this nice, like, college-establishing shot of UC Sunny D. <laughs> and we have these establishing shots so rarely, but when yeah. we do have them, they're played so earnestly, and, like, the guitar, the college guitar rock always comes in for the sting here. And you're like, yeah, yeah, this is college. That's a college. college. I know where we are now. (laughs) Buffy definitely still goes here. In fact, she currently kind of lives here. Yeah, she moved in for all of three days. (laughs) And then she thought to herself, "Mm, my mom's really sick and now I have to take care of this whole key situation. Better go back home and forget about college. (laughs) Better give Giles the business for not helping me move again in three days. So this is my first picture Man about town? Yeah. Oh, he is a man about town. Look, Look at, at him. <laughs> oh, so charming. So suave. Right? I really just, I've captured, he. this was when he was trying to smooth talk Buffy, saying that he saw himself as more of a managerial <laughs> role, not his words, but that's kind of what he was implying. Yeah, supervisor. Yeah, he's just got this sweet button-up shirt on. Mm-hmm. It's not He's left flat. a couple buttons undone because, mm-hmm. you know. Gotta Man give something town. to the ladies, yeah. Yeah, no, he's just looking suave. That's, yeah. that's how I'm going to say it. It's great. Very good look for Giles. This corner suite is unbelievable. It's so good. I love that they had this and, like, they had to set it up for this one fucking scene. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> which is not a very necessary scene in a lot of ways. You just need the entire gang hanging around. Why do they need to move a bunch of shit into this I... college dorm? I don't know. Just so they can move it all back out and Anya can make some fun comments about how pissed she is about moving Buffy again in three days. And they break the 180 line on this. So, like, mm -hmm. it's not all shot from the same side. They, you see it from both sides of the room. Yeah. And you're like, that, guys, this is so much more complicated than you need to, to make it. And then the credits come up and it says, written and directed by Joss Whedon. And you're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> he just said, yeah, he wrote some words not thinking about them. And they were like, okay, we got to make it happen. Joss said it. And he's directing. So he's like, hey, I want to do this really overcomplicated thing. <laughs> right. Right. Who's going to give him crap now? This <laughs> no is the one. fifth season of his show. Damn it. Yeah, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> Absolutely. So Tara's got a pretty sweet feather necklace, which is my she first does. picture. Yeah, she yeah. really does. Uh, peacock feather or something? I don't know. I think it's, it's like, peacock. Last episode, all I could do was go on about how I thought everything was feathers. Yeah. And now it actually is. Right. Maybe that was two episodes ago. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's beautiful. It is pretty great. Uh, yeah. So everyone's pissed at having to move Buffy back. Not pissed necessarily, but not super jazzed about it. <laughs> No, but they're her friends, so they'll do it. <laughs> right. And Tara's trying to fit in, but she really is not funny. And it's her awkward. attempts at banter are oh. just terrible. Well, yeah. she's using very insider knowledge that literally <sighs> only her and Willow have to make a joke while Willow's not in the room that clearly no one else is going to get. I wasn't actually sure that Willow would have gotten this joke either. I thought it was just something that Tara she read. later. Oh, Okay. Later, they're coming in the magic shop, and there's a little thing right, of yes. Tara explaining it, and Willow's like, that's hilarious. Right, yeah. Not not the best place to do it when Willow's not around, or even when she is around. It's still a really inside mm, joke where so you're trying to fit into this niche. group. Yeah, I know. I like this episode. I like that it's trying to make Tara... It's trying to address Tara as a as a character and it's making her a character yes yeah it's incredibly self-aware the things the... that buffy and xander are saying later oh yeah are so self -aware. on board yeah. oh my god and even right now because willow comes back into the room and is like hey guys don't forget about that fun bronze thing tomorrow <laughs> and, and they're like right uh bronze yeah. we're going to the bronze <laughs> and she's like for tara's birthday party and they're like oh her <laughs> yeah. oh no tara is Anne. oh no but this brings us into actually two of my next gone, pictures you've just like lost your mind at the beginning of this all, at the beginning <laughs> and then i've got one picture for the rest of the episode yeah, it's amazing this is 75 percent okay. of your pictures in the first three minutes <laughs> i'll direct you to mrs Erprised. <laughs> you've done it oh Oh, it's beautiful. I saw, I saw a Riley face and I was like, oh, I must have it for my collection. It's, it's beautiful. I, I'm blown away. <laughs> He's just been told something's happening at the bronze and Lucas is selling it so hard. <laughs> He's just so surprised. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yes, I do know that thing. What is that thing? Oh, God, look at his, just his little face. I'm so oh, sad that he's so just good. done up all of these buttons. Still. Most of them. Most of them. Yeah. Oh, God, this is, oh, this is a thing of glory. Please, please, everyone, go to the Facebook page. You have to see these. Oh, Mrs. Surprise. And then Willow is wearing a crazy yeah. skirt, which we can talk about. I mean, a thematic again, it seems to have peacocks on it to match wow. Tara's peacock necklace. It could be peacocks. It's definitely some sort of birdish thing. And then there's sort of plants. And oh, her shirt is so frilly. And her necklace is sort of feather-esque too. Yeah, it's got dangly bits. Yeah. I'm pretty okay with the necklace and the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But you get down to the skirt and you're just like, oh, we're back to this. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be, that'll be fine. We got the Tara bronze thing happening and everyone's super jazzed. Xander definitely has a present. <laughs> Everyone definitely has a present. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's the thing that you do as adults, right? Fuck it, why not? Fuck it, why not? We get a nice little scene with our favorite intern. Ben the Cute Intern. Is that his name? His name is Ben. Okay, I don't know thank if God. the cute intern is 
necessarily part of his name, but... No, I meant Ben, not oh. necessarily the cute intern. I, <laughs> sure. I wrote Ben, and then I was like, today, looking back at my notes, I was like, David, did you just make that name up? <laughs> Again, I don't this know name if, once. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has actually said it. No one have said they? his name. Oh, I think I he introduced himself. <gasps> yes, I think he must have initially. He introduced himself initially, and then after that, no one said his name. I said it. I yeah. told you his name is Ben. <laughs> right. And I just wasn't sure. I was like, uh, that sounds so plausible. He, c- he could be a Ben. I don't yeah. know. He I mean, pretty he, Ben-ish. He could be bringing us into our first segment, gratuitous Ooh. shirtless scene. Well, Alex, at least you had a part. Okay? You had a character people loved. I mean, my TV Guide interview was six paragraphs about my boobs and how they fit into my suit. I would like to point out that Uh I briefly considered taking a screenshot of this for literally no reason, and I did not do that. You're a hero, Michaela. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's just carrying on the fine tradition started by Angel, kept up by Ri-Fi, and by Spike. And now Ben has taken on that mantle by taking off his mantle. (laughs) This is a show that is primarily, probably, watched by women. Yep, young girls. (laughs) you know, a shirtless, buff man every now and again. Hey, it's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong. It does make me think of the Cyanide and Happiness comic that came out a little while ago. It's just a guy walking up to another guy. He says, hey, I just got some plastic surgery. Really? Yeah, I got one of my nipples replaced with a woman's nipple. Let's see. And he pulls up his shirt and one of his nipples has a censored <laughs> thing over it. And I, I fucking love that comic. <laughs> anyway, right. yeah, none of this is censored. It's all it's all right there. I've seen everything. <laughs> Uh, if you try to put it back on to be too late, you've already seen it all. Yeah, I've already seen yeah. it all. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's an obscure reference. <laughs> I've uh, I've dropped that in the pod before. It's fine. Oh, good. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, anyway, man. gratuitous shirtless scene. Uh, but there's a bunch of crazy folks at this hospital, and it's not completely demon-free either. No. This guy's got like a, a split tongue. He's got a red nose. But he's getting taken by Glory to do some sort of favor for her. So Ben gets to live another day, I guess. He's sort of like a pretty gross, bloody clown type. Yeah, okay. There's a clownish quality to these guys. I think it's probably just like the white face. Fucking back to back, let's do it. Clowning around. Time to nut up or shut up. Fuck this clown. Oh, shit. (laughs) Forcing the next segment immediately. That's fine. I knew this was a strong possibility. That's all right. (laughs) Oh, see, I mean, now what I need to do is try to guess what the third (laughs) segment is and then force it to be, have a, have a triple, right? There is no third segment. It's fine. Have a hat trick. Oh, yeah. I have a segment if you don't have a third one. Oh, amazing. Clowning around to get to it because... You tripped over it, and now we're here. Yeah, we're fully in it, yeah. (laughs) We've had one spooky clown on this show before. True say. And then we've got these guys that look very clown adjacent. And I I have to imagine that it's intentional. And if it is, I appreciate it. If it isn't, they really fucked up by making these guys look like clowns. But I like it. They've got the red nose, too. They've got the red nose, and it's supposed to be an open sore. Like, these guys have open sores all over their faces, but all of them have bright red noses. And I like that take on a clown, where it's like, it's not just clown makeup. This is something disgusting about them. But that's, like, one of the main features and how it gets expressed. I think that's a really neat take on demons, first of all, and then, like, clown fears. That is incredibly subtly played. Mm -hmm. Like, it's never brought up in this show. But I think it's, uh, there's a lot of headcanon that I start to go off on. I'm like, now that's why people are afraid of clowns. Maybe that's why clowns are a thing at all. Like, that makeup is taken from these right. demons. But it's an attempt to make them, like, grant them levity and poke fun at this this creature of nightmares. Take their power away, that kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. I, and I, I really like it. I think it's really well done. Unless it's unintentional, in which case they fucked up and made them look like clowns. But slim chance on that. I mean, I've been writing almost that exact headcanon while we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. So 
I feel like if we both came to the same conclusion, it can't possibly be wrong. Right, yeah. It's not like yeah. we think similarly or anything. That nope. We're not suspicious in that way. It's fine. No echoing here. <laughs> <laughs> this chamber? Nah. 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 <laughs> okay, so yeah. Uh, ben is saved from the creepy clown. Anya likes working at the magic box. <laughs> it's actually very charming. It's so charming. She's amazing at it. It's so good. And she just, like, she starts going on about how she has a place in the world now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so sweet. Again, first, what what episode is this? Six? Yeah. Episode six of this season. And they got all the fucking characters figured out now, man. Th- yeah, they've they essentially... Tara here. Yeah, they've, they've done something for everyone. Six yeah. episodes. Things right. that they couldn't do in 22 episodes. How fucking hard was that? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got... It's just... It's all stepped up a notch. (laughs) This is where Buffy and Xander are talking about how boring Tara is. Right. And how they don't really want to go to the birthday party because it's just... It won't be exciting. They feel awkward, too, because they don't know what to get her and they don't... They don't feel like they really know much about her. This Mm -hmm. is my picture looking down and great. (laughs) Because yep. I happened to capture a moment where they were going down the stairs, so they're both ah. looking down. Xander looks really good. God, Xander's fucking crushing it. His hair is... I've got problems with it. I've got but, problems with his hair, but he's just... I don't know. He's started hitting the gym again or something. Right? And all of his clothing is doing the right things for him. And I'm like, guys, everyone around him in this show, look at this man. Take, right? take examples from him. He knows what's up. He was so frumpy last season, and now that he's no longer in the basement, he's just allowed to look good again, I guess. And he's just doing simple things. Like, it's it's a a sweater with jeans. You know what? Yeah. There's nothing nothing crazy written on the sweater. There's nothing crazy patterns here. Just a normal shirt that fits him well. Right? (laughs) End of story. And 20 years later, it looks amazing. Exactly. Right. And then beside him, you have Miss Fashion Belt Hoop Earrings Long Necklace. Yeah. (laughs) How's that held up, Buffy? Buffy always looks good, but she looks of the time. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with this shirt, but I'm pretty into it. (laughs) It's pretty great, honestly. I was thinking of giving it sass, but I can't. No. It does look great. Her decorative belt, insane. Hoop earrings, (laughs) sign of the time, I guess. Long necklace, what even the hell is happening here? Many bracelets, sure. We're legitimately six for six on fashion belt. <laughs> like I'm, I'm positive. Yeah, that we're six for six. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just where When's we live now. When's it gonna stop? Right? It isn't. <laughs> it's 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 the new. I don't know. Turtleneck long skirt. Uh, button watch was so short lived comparatively. Right. Yeah. So Cordelia gets name dropped here. Possibly for the last time in this show. I'm guessing for the last time. The wiki has no comments about this. Uh-huh. So, maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't expect her to be name-dropped a lot more, unless she turns up for some reason, which would be fun. But It would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, uh, some comment, uh, I think, about, like, Anya being similar to Cordelia in some way. Glory. Oh, Glory, right, yeah. yes. Yeah. Who, uh, they don't know that she's called Glory yet, do they? No. They still have not named her. Right. Which is fair because the Scoobies don't know her name and how would they figure it out until they find some sort of information about her, right? Mm -hmm. Which they have not done yet. Yeah. And even Glory says like her name is something, something like revered or Mm -hmm. her name is cause for much gnashing of teeth or something later, but doesn't actually say what that is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of going on here about how nice Tara is. She's so is nice. Very on the nose as well. It's so on the nose. This is perfect. Yeah. When I heard this, I was like, oh, they're fixing Tara. <laughs> Yay. They're addressing these things head on. Good head for them. Head on, yeah. Yeah. We get a bit of fun Buffy fighting Spike. <laughs> it's very dramatic. <laughs> I may have written that it was very disturbing and hot. <laughs> What does that say about me? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, at one point, Spike, like, picks Buffy up with her legs wrapped around his shoulders slash neck. Yeah, and she's, like, standing over him, punching him in the face, but, like, straddling him at the same time, kind of. <laughs> yeah, and there's a reason that there's all this subtext, because... Okay, um, I need... 
we need to talk about terminology. I'll, I'll tell you what I wrote down yesterday. Right. So he's thinking about all of this Buffy fighting stuff, in my words, as he's giving Harmony the dust. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Like, you know, he gave her the dust. I can't even, I can't even do it. <laughs> Hmm. I'm not sure what how you phrased this exactly. <laughs> I probably would have gone more with Harmony's getting a good dusting. Ooh! But oh, that that's also, good. It sounds a lot like she's getting killed. Yes. Or cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, no, it's just one of these words that has a lot of different connotations. You know, to take someone out means either you're killing them, you're taking that's them true. on a date... You know, there there are a Double, few different triple meaning. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> As harmony's being dusted, <laughs> who's to say what that exactly means? Right. It could be Maybe a she's number very clean now. Yeah. <laughs> she's not clean. Likely. She's super yeah. dusty. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. Uh. Okay, yeah. That's fun. So Spike is fantasizing about Buffy, and that is not going to get any less creepy anytime soon. They're really playing it for hardcore creepy, too. Oh, yeah. He's got, he got that mannequin head again later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mannequin head. They continue to get good use out of that shirtless Spike kissing Buffy, That's transition into away. the, yeah, waking up to, on the previously on, because, again, no, never going away. Why would it? No, why would it? It encapsulates everything. Ah, oh, gloriousness. Neckbeard shows up in the magic box. He's looking at books that he shouldn't be looking at, poking around things, and generally being a nuisance. I called him Trailer Park Seth Green. <laughs> Not inaccurate. <laughs> Before we get into too much of him, though, I mm-hmm. would like you to, like you to point you towards the greenest of mugs. Yeah, okay. I was looking to see... Oh! Oh! I was expecting a different kind of mug. <laughs> oh. No, so this is my seg- segment, Mr. Mug. Real life situation number three. Your mugger's asleep in his own bed, and he's mugging you. So what's the first thing you're going to want to do? Climb in through the window, because he's probably locked his doors. <laughs> <laughs> now... I'm going to send you something. I'd like you to go click on it in Facebook. (laughs) Good lord. (laughs) This is Giles' famous jadeite. Is that even how you say that? That's how I'm going to say that. I found out about this green mug phenomenon very recently. Why have they classified it as the C handle appears in season three? The D in season four. But look at the two different handles. There's yes. one that's much more clearly a C. <laughs> they shouldn't have said the D in season four. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I did not realize how uh, how frequently we saw this mug. Goodness. The greenest of mugs. Yeah. So I wish I had known about this earlier because we could have had hashtag green mug. Yeah. Just up constantly. I mean, the bottom right hand corner of this. Mm-hmm. What is a Flickr page? Is season... That's season three. So you think it's season three? Okay. I mean, I'm going to say, say that the C handle yeah. appears in season three. Yeah, that's true. And then, so clearly they got a different mug in season four and... Mm-hmm. Just had both are sitting around for the rest of the seasons? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to be able to tell the difference, so I'm not sure what mug this is that he's got right now, but yeah. Oh man, uh, that's the C handle. You can tell by the distinctive bottom lip on the D handle. <laughs> yeah, so we can we can post that on the uh, the page as well. Oh, it's incredible! I love it, Mister Mug. Yeah, there we go. Fantastic. <laughs> I yeah, I definitely thought that was going to be a smug picture. And when you were talking about hillbilly Seth Green or Trailer right. Park Seth Green, and then I see the greenest mug, I'm like, okay, <laughs> Seth Green smug face. No, it all fits almost too well together in a way yeah it's like we've <laughs> distorted words meanings beyond I, what they should uh they i should don't know what's to. real anymore I, yeah okay so this guy this hillbilly fuckstick he is named donnie yeah he's tara's older brother he's the worst. and he turns tara back into a stutterer as does all of her family oh which is very sad it's sad but it's also not the best stutter you've ever seen 
No. On television. I have a very important question for you. Go for it. Why is Donnie the only one with an accent? (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, Michaela... Now I'm just trying to make up headcanon about how, (laughs) like, the father was constantly mocked for his accent when he went up north and lived there, was mining in the Appalachians for 20 years. (laughs) And then Cousin Beth is, of course, a cousin from up north, and Donnie is the southerner. So Cousin Beth having a different accent is fine. Tara, her father, and her brother... Having oh, different right, accents. Tara. Mm, oh, Tara left it all behind. It's problematic. Was Donnie just shipped off to a boarding school down south? <laughs> yes, those Texas boarding schools. I cracked it. I got it. Yep. Boom. Done. Yeah. Nailed it. Next now, question. To be fair, Bring me a hard one. You didn't even notice that only one of them had an accent because it just no. fit Donnie's character so well. Oh, God. He's so awful. He's the worst, yeah. But yeah, mom's not here, but... The dad's here, we got Cousin Beth, she's great, and uh, Donnie, who is a hillbilly fuckstick. Tara calls her dad sir, which is never a good sign in television. Never. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's a reasonable thing down south, I've heard, maybe. You know, like, that. that's just a sign of respect, and yeah, in like a, a child to their father. That can definitely happen. It seems it weird as fuck us... up here, though. Yes, it makes us uncomfortable because it just seems very wrong to us but who knows maybe it's kind of normal ish Mm, maybe Mm. yeah it implies a certain way of running your household that is uh at odds with how i would want to run mine i think but precisely Precisely. yeah that's fine yeah so that's not great tara seems uncomfortable to see her family it's all bad times it's very bad uh, times she wasn't expecting them but it's her birthday of course they're gonna come see her how nice And there's no sinister purpose at all. (laughs) Definitely no sinister subtext. Everything's on the oven up. Ri-Fi and Buffy start flirting and kissing right in the summer's front hall. And this is, this is going back to something we've been talking about since episode two. Like, time and a place, guys. This is a busy household. (laughs) They don't give a fuck. They're like, let Don see. Right? But of course she's going to come up. And then they're like, oh, why is Don here? Like, in your Uh, house? Where uh, she wanders around a lot? Constantly. What? (laughs) Anyway, Dawn is going out. She's going across the street to a friend's house. And this is when I'm like, oh, hey, they might might be imbuing Dawn with 15 or 16 year old child values, you know? This or seems 14, whatever, more reasonable old she for 14 is. or 15 year old. Like, yeah. I think we've gotten away from this whole 12 year old nonsense now. It seems so much more reasonable. Like, mm-hmm. she's a, a reasonable character and Joss was like, wait a minute, why were you still writing her like a 12 year old or 8 year old? Guys, stop yeah. this. So hopefully we're mostly done with that. She seemed Maybe. more reasonable this episode, but she also didn't really get a lot to do. Yeah. That's part of it. But she's been given very little to do and been made to seem very unreasonable. Yes. Although, in this case, it's just Buffy being unreasonable. Because she's like, this is the key to question mark, but it's probably important. <laughs> no, you can't go out fucking side. What are you even talking about? This, I'm having a freak out, man. And you're like, calm the fuck down. Except you also have good points for your own self. It's hmm. a tough situation because she wants to treat Don like a normal person. But now she's afraid of her being snatched by this super powerful question mark lady. So, right. yeah, at first I, I was really like, know. Buffy, what the fuck are you even doing? And then I was like, you're treating this like, you know, Dawn crossing the streets paramount to everyone's survival. Oh, wait. Oh, yep. No, good point. Yep. It kind of is. Yep. Continue though. as you were doing, Buffy. You are, uh, yeah. You're put in an awkward situation here. And as a result of this, she also is pushing Riley farther away. Yes. Rifi offers to call Graham about this whole glory thing. Buffy's she's like, not no. really into that. Right. I have this sister who's secretly a magic key. The government's definitely not going to be interested in that. Yeah, they might find that out. And if they do, they might have really awkward questions. And then we might be in a very, very bad place in general. Yeah, it all seems yeah. soups bad. Rifi takes it extremely hard. This is because this is the theme of what's sort of been happening between him and Buffy. This is all yes. of his fears. Yeah. 
He's exactly. not super anymore, and everything yeah. that he worried is coming true. That Because in his mind, like, why wouldn't Buffy want his help? There's no real valid reason for that, because he doesn't have all the information, because Buffy is not sharing all the information with him, because she doesn't want to trust him with it. Which... Well, and it's partly, like, she doesn't want his help, and it's partly she just doesn't seem interested in being around him anymore. Not really. And that's really awkward for... Yeah. The person that you're supposed to be dating yeah. so rifi's yeah his uh his angst is pretty understandable in a bunch of ways yeah yeah maybe buffy shouldn't be dating right now you know maybe it's uh it's really she's, not the time she's got a lot on her plate maybe uh-huh yeah, yeah not really able to devote any attention to that relationship no so tara's dad doesn't like witchery he's just like in her room which is mm-hmm. You know, not great because she's got all her witch stuff everywhere and yeah. he's pretty anti-witch. Mm-hmm. Is he anti-lesbian? Who's to say? It's all the same thing in the end. Yeah. Metaphors, Magic dot, dot, dot. Lesbians. And he's basically like, um, so yeah, you're coming back home with us. Right. Tomorrow morning, we're going to leave. Uh, tell your friends goodbye. Yep. I mean, maybe, I guess. Yeah, sure. I suppose you can tell your friends goodbye if you really <laughs> have to. I'm I'm not really understanding why they let her go off to college at all. That's insane. Right? Yeah. Like, Come get her earlier than this, man. This is crazy. It's like, oh, it's your 20th birthday. Okay, so she's been at college for a year, and now you're like, okay, you had your taste of freedom. Time to come back home. What the fuck? Like, how expensive was that shit, man? I, yeah, I don't know. But yes, she's turning 20, and 20 was as old as Tara's mom was when she... (gasps) She dot dot dotted pretty hard from the sounds of it. Yeah, no, something dot 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 really happened. (laughs) Yeah, she's got some evil inside her. They need to be gone. They need to be gone soon. There's a lot of sinister, non-specific talk (laughs) happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Get to check in with Glory for a little bit, and I think this brings us into Leather Still Evil. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Glory's leather dress is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. She got that long necklace. Yeah, no, it's all so good, and this is just like a straight-up, full-on leather dress. Mm Mm-hmm. If Faith was gonna wear a dress, it would be this one. (laughs) This would be the one. I think we saw her wearing a dress once when she was dancing in the bronze. Bad Girls, was that an episode? Was she dancing in the bronze in a dress? Maybe not. Like maybe maybe that was pants or like shorts I, or something. I think the only time she ever wore a dress is that horrible dress the mayor picked out for her. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> Let us not speak of that sack. <laughs> it was the worst. It was so unflattering. Good lord. But Glory looks great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, she's great. She wants to get this demon who looks a lot like a clown. He needs to get his uh, friends together. They need to go kill the Slayer. That traditionally goes very well for the plucky new demons in town, so, yep. Glory is just so horrified to learn that she fought a vampire slayer. Oh, it's so tacky. Oh, it's so my God. gauche. It's so common. Right? Oh, my God. Like, if anyone found out, it would just, <gasps> oh, the scandal. If she had any friends right. and they found out, yeah. <laughs> so she's not going to go fight Buffy or herself because that's... Oh, no very clearly beneath her it's so far beneath her oh my god yeah i love it i love glory she's so good and this makes a lot of sense from her character perspective yeah, yeah. get all of his little friends go kill the slayer whatever i just don't want to deal with this shit anymore at some point i'm just gonna i don't know when the fuck this actually comes up but mm-hmm. i'm just gonna bring it up now because we did see cousin beth already in this crazy fucking frilly half shirt oh yeah so I have titled this AA Frilly Half Shirt because, like, you know this is Amy Adams, right? <gasps> That's who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Refresh my memory. Amy Adams who? This is Amy Adams' ninth IMDb credit. So uh-huh. very, very early on in her. I'm just going to read you some of the things she's been in recently. And I think you're going to recognize a few of these movies. Did you see Arrival? I did. Did you see Superman, in which she was Lois Lane. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Did you see... You probably did not see The Master. No. I mean, she's in a lot of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked familiar. She's she's in... What's it called? Uh, Is it called Enchanted? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what it's called? Yes. The one with the animated and then the real and then the switching over? Yeah, where she's like a Disney princess type character who's been put in the real world. 
oh man, they've got that horrifying musical number where all the rats are like helping her do the household oh, chores. Oh yes, it is horrifying. Yeah, uh, it's really fun. I really like it. But yeah, yeah, this frilly half shirt is super fantastic. I remember these weird half shirts that tied like basically right under the boobs. Yep. Because I was obsessed, and I did own one, actually. And I was just obsessed with the idea of owning one, because I thought that looked so cool. (gasps) Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I was probably... I mean, you... Yeah, you would have been about 12 here. (laughs) (laughs) Younger? I mean, the year 2000. What am I, 11? Yeah, 11. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Well, I got my half shirt, goddammit. Uh-huh. Was it everything that you possibly wanted? It was from Stitches, which I think is a probably only Canadian store, so. <laughs> Represent Canada. I Some like it. Some people will know what that is. <laughs> I don't. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, so Tara's oddly touchy when Willow comes and tries to, you know, talk to her at all. Oh, uh, it hurts me a lot, actually, when she's pushing Willow away and oh, Willow's yeah. so hurt by it. Ooh. It's very sad. Willow does not deal with relationships very well from like this point onwards in the series no she's got some some ideas that won't really get corrected until way later than they should and i think we've even seen it in this episode her idea is if i say everything is fine i don't have to deal with the actual problem and that's been a theme for as long as tara's been on the scene if not longer yeah that's true yeah hmm it's, it's problematic, but it's yeah, it is very sad when Tara starts pushing Willow away. Willow's very hurt by all of that. But Tara picks up a book and gets sort of a magic-y, schemish sort of look on her face. <gasps> What's going to happen here? She's definitely going to put on a semi-sinister looking jacket. Oh, hell yeah, man. And lurk in some shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Willow comes into the meeting of the Scoobies and says, Did I miss any exposition? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, on point, Willow. So good, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. So Tara does some magic on all the gathered Scoobies who are here to talk about Glory and who she might be. And I wonder what the magic does. I actually don't know. It's going to be fun. She's pretty lucky that the vocal component of this spell can be whispered. Mm-hmm. And she's outside. They, yeah. Right? They So they have no idea what she's done. No. But yeah, she's just really lurking in those shadows. And you know what? This is the opposite of what they did with Dawn. Because they planted this seed in Goodbye Oa. Yeah. So now that all of this is happening and they're making Tara look kind of suspicious, it actually plays. Yes. Yes, it does. It actually works. (laughs) Because it's all coming together now. You're like, why was she doing that hiding or, yeah, not on board for the demon spell exactly and willow brought it up again right now and she's like mm, finding demons bad idea in sunnydale and you're like what's happening and then she does this magic and you're like oh boy oh boy and it's clear that she's been backed into a corner by her family oh, so yeah. she's doing something dramatic but it's not something that you're like where is this even coming from yeah goodbye was not the place for this <laughs> it i think it's neat when things set it up early that's cool Goodbye Owa was the wrong episode. It was the wrong episode for everything it tried to do. Which is why they directly referenced the spell that they tried to do that failed. Because there's no way anyone remembers it otherwise. No, no. Okay, then we go to Willie's bar, and who the fuck is this, Michaela? Where in the hell is Willie? Where in the fuck is Willie? There's literally a sign that says Willie's place on the wall. Where's Willie? Nowhere to This guy says, if Willie were here, and you're like, well, he fucking isn't. Where is he? (laughs) Where's Willie? Wi-Fi's here drinking alone. Sandy comes up and introduces herself. She's very nice looking, but, I mean, she's obviously a vampire. So, we've talked about Sandy before. I was wrong about who Sandy was. I'm retconning. Oh, oh, Dawson's Crossing. Dawson's Crossing. So, Sandy was actually the girl that Vampire Willow bites in Doppelgangland. What? And she's now a vampire. Wait. (laughs) So, when they... So, Vampire Willow takes over the bronze. Yeah. And then there's some girl there who's... They say that her name is Sandy, and then Vampire Willow bites her. Holy shit. And here she fucking is. Oh my god, that's so good. It's so good. That, I love that it. That is a deep cut. <laughs> that may be the deepest. That may be the deepest. 
I love that shit, man. Putting things in there that, yeah, are crazy deep, but just there to, you know, sure. Casting, like, they're all on the CW or WB or whatever this is. Yeah. Sharing actors back and forth, trying to encourage that sort of thing. This just makes sense. But I'm so on board, honestly. Right? It's great. Like, let's, yeah. I'm happy to see Sandy again. And Oh, she looks phenomenal, too. She's looking so good. Damn. 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 Anyway, Damn. yeah. He is too wholesome and also knows that she's a vampire for surezies. I love the, oh, like, awkward sure look that she gets when she's just playing with her drink after he's called her out on being a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I, okay. Guess I won't bite you then. <laughs> Now we have, uh, <laughs> I've titled this scene, Har- Harmony is Killing It. Right. And you've gone with Harmonious, which I love. Mm. Now, we have, these are two very, very similar pictures. Mm-hmm. I would argue that Harmony looks better in your picture, but in my picture, you can actually tell that her tank top says Harmony on it. Uh, which is what? what I was obsessed with. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Not trying to keep a low profile anymore, is she? <laughs> With her silvery blue sparkly uh, scarf that is huge, her lime green tamp top, tank top with harmony written in sequins on it, her bright green sequined handbag, which I, she puts down oh my God. very quickly. I was, so, I was so mad that she didn't keep that handbag because oh, I wanted God, a picture right? of it, but I was already at like seven pictures. And you know, oh, how many pictures of the same scene can you take, Michaela? Duh. Three? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. So she's going on about how, like, it's basically like they're, you know, a serious couple and she's talking about their friends and what they've been up to. You know, that guy that was sired by (laughs) so-and-so. Well, she's got that juicy goss. She has all the goss and Spike gives zero fucks, but she's just happy to talk about it to anyone. (laughs) He was like holding the mannequin head when she came in and that's really gross. And they're like, oh no. And then yeah, he just like tosses it to the side when she comes in. So she doesn't see. It's so weird. Super norms. Anyway, people are attacking Buffy. So he's like, I'm in. Let's go fucking watch this. When she starts going on about how... This gang of, what are they called? Layok demons? I never got the name properly. <laughs> Is there, uh, like, they've been hired by someone and they're going to kill the Slayer. Do you think we should get them a gift basket? You know, to, like, say thank you. <laughs> Classic. <gasps> Love Harmony. Harmony is such good value. She really She's is the ultimate amazing. scamp, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no, great. Spike needs to run off to watch them kill Buffy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's where he's going. That's his intention. <laughs> so we get Cousin Beth confronting uh, Tara again. She calls her a selfish bitch. Apparently there's a house that needs taken care of. Dad and Donnie sound pretty incompetent from <laughs> how Cousin Beth is painting them. And yeah, I've seen Donnie. Yeah, that, that clocks. Attracts. At this point, you're sort of like, hmm, I wonder this is going to be relevant later. All this mm. stuff about Tara needing to take care of them and everything. Nah, probably not. Hmm. I mean, what's Beth doing? Can't she just do it? <laughs> well, okay. I've got questions about Beth. Because at the end of the episode, like, spoiler alert, it's revealed that no, Tara's not a demon. And, you know, none of the women in Tara's family are demons. That's just a ploy to get them to behave properly. Would you say that the only true demon here is the patriarchy? Oh. Um. (laughs) God, I don't want to agree with that, but at the same time, I feel like if I don't, I'm a bad person. Isn't that the message of this episode? (laughs) Oh. I knew you are going to be so mad about this. Uh, I just... The patriarchy is terrible here. <laughs> I just hate that you phrased it like that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyway, yes. Tara's not a demon, though. No. And the women who can do magic in this family are also not demons. They're just, you know, being controlled by this myth, this family legend, that they're demons and need to be, you know, beaten and shit. Because it sounds like they got a terrible home life. But then I'm like, Cousin Beth, where the fuck are you going? You're going back with these people? Like, don't you want to hear more about this shit? Yeah. So we've definitely brought up this idea of, like, magical abilities being passed from mother to daughter before. Amy. Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hashtag Amy Rat, which... (laughs) No, not hashtag Amy Rat. Really, no. It's been a while. 100% forgotten. But, so it could be that 
because Beth does not have any magical ability or oh. has never like tried to use any magical ability, then either ooh no, ooh I've got it. Okay, good head cannon. Here we go. <laughs> so, Beth because Beth does not have any magical ability, then she is she feels sort of left out, right? So right. she is opposed to the idea of these women in her family who are magical and like she wants to oppress them because she's like jealous that she's not part of this whole magical bloodline or whatever it is. Yeah, that clocks. And so she wants Tara to come back because yeah, she's she is on the side of again I'm going to use the word the patriarchy, which I know you don't like. And that's mostly why I'm doing it. I mean, abusers, too. Yeah. 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 Patriarchy and just terrible people. But yeah, Tara did some magic here so that the Scoobies wouldn't see the demon part of her. But oh, no. Worst idea. She's the worst. No one can see any demons now. What a terrible consequence. It's so wacky. What is she thinking? It's not wacky. It's pretty wacky. Of all the spells she could have cast, though, like, I can't even think of something worse. I will briefly note, last time we heard from Amy Rat was uh, episode 67, Doomed, which was season 4, episode 11. So that's <laughs> 17 episodes ago right now. Oh, I'm they have pretty confident we're going to make it a full rest of the season. At least 22, yeah. Yeah, it's going to get high before <laughs> that gets resolved again or brought up at all. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Okay, yes, yeah, so terrible, terrible idea. Very bad spell. But uh, it's actually pretty fun times. This invisible fight scene, I'm always in for an invisible fight scene, you know? I mean, it's some good mime work, right? I don't know how you love mimes. Mm, love mimes. Great. Yeah. Everything about them from their mimish faces <laughs> to their way they don't fucking talk. I have some issues. Mm, maybe I don't. I, I initially had some issues until just now with Buffy's perception being so good. Because how mm-hmm. many times did Angel just lurk and she had no idea? And we're like, her perception is garbage. But you know what? She's had three years to work on that. Ooh, so maybe yeah. she's gotten a lot better at it. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's all good times. You know what? The demons are attacking them. They should be wrecking these normal humans up because they're fucking invisible. But instead, they get mostly beaten back. Spike even shows up to help Buffy out, but classic Spike, he's a demon, so he can't actually be seen at all. Uh, he... Gotta love that. So it it's funny, because he's so clearly doing it so that Buffy will be like, oh, thank you for helping me, Spike. And he's Let's like pulling the demon down and looking at her like expectantly, and she just yeah. ignores it because she can't see him. Oh, so funny. <gasps> yeah, it's pretty great. So yeah. All the ladies in Tara's family have the some demon in them. She, like, comes in, breaks a spell, the, the demons are killed. Everything's all good. Oh, I actually, I lied. There is a third segment. I forgot about this one. Let's, let's get into our third segment as we're sort of wrapping things up. They're doing this whole, like, standing up for Tara thing. This is our final segment of the evening. Mr. Last Name Withheld. How long have you been at Kamataj, Mr. Doctor? Mr. Doctor? It's strange. Maybe. Who am I to judge? <laughs> Interesting. Is this about how this is the first time, maybe the only time, that we ever hear Tara's last name? That is exactly it. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, Tara has a last name? She sure does. Buffy knows something about Tara? Something that none of us know? Yeah, apparently McClay? Yeah, that's it. She calls Tara's dad Mr. McClay, and I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, no, you're just dropping fucking knowledge here, man. When did you learn this information, Buffy? None of us fucking knew it. Yeah. We really didn't. Yeah. Uh, Tara finally gets a last name. And as you say, maybe this is the last time it's ever used. Well, why would it come up? For the most part, why do last names come up, right? Uh, I mean, we knew Willow Rosenberg. We knew Xander Harris early on. Uh, For a single person not in a school environment, it's a lot harder. We didn't know Oz's full name until he was gone. (laughs) True. (laughs) So. Oh, that's very true. They've done this before. (laughs) I was just so tickled that Tara actually got a last name. No, yeah, I know. It's good. And it, like, this whole scene is just them accepting her. And then the show accepts her and gives her a whole extra name and it's just Mm -hmm. nice all around yeah everyone's so happy with tara she's among her true 
family. There's always room for family. <laughs> Good. Get those drops. So while this is happening, Buffy's like, you'll have to go through me. And then Don's like, and me. <laughs> and the person that I watch the show with said out loud, get out of here, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> right. What's she going to do? I do like how long it takes for Giles to step in and be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll defend her too. But they all sort of do in the end. And it's a a genuinely sweet moment. I love it. It is nice. And then in true Spike fashion, he is the first one to figure out what's going on, what's actually going on with this whole the women in our family are demons kind of thing. Yes. He punches Tara to prove (laughs) that she's not a demon, which is not how the chip works, but that's not important. That's fine. Uh, and yeah, or is it how the chip, I don't know how the chip works. I mean, you could make the same argument for the spell, right? Because the spell doesn't allow them to see demons. And so if she's a part demon, does the spell affect her or not? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) Is it all all magic? I guess. (laughs) I mean, more classic spike when he says that he doesn't care whether or not Tara stays or goes. You're dealing with all of us. Except me. Except spike. I don't care what happens. (laughs) Just got to get that in there. I love Anya's interest in like identifying what kind of demon Tara is. And, you know, the whole McClay family is talking about how demons are the worst. And she's like, "Mm." (laughs) well, (laughs) depends. She's like, you see, some demons go on to be useful members of society. (laughs) All right. So cute. And then we're running long, so we got the bronze birthday. There's so many young people in here. We got an old in the bronze again when Giles back in the fucking bronze for some reason. Don got Tara oh. a broomstick, which is amazing. <laughs> it's pretty cute. And actually, I have a big problem with the fact that Don has a stamp on her hand. Because <laughs> we've never seen stamps on hands before. Yeah, so it's basically saying she can't drink, but this is a party for a 20-year-old <laughs> that's full of 20-year-olds. Who also can't drink. So, where are their stamps? (laughs) Why is Don the only bestamped one? Why do you get a stamp when you can't drink? The safer way is to stamp people who can drink. Because you could wash a stamp off, yep. You can wash a stamp off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can slip through without getting stamped. There's mm, so many problems with that. It's a bad place, bad way to do it. Uh, Willow and Tara are wearing very thematically similar flowy dresses they don't they're not like matchy matchy but they are similar in a way that i found nice so i mean i have a picture of them oh excellent is that a rooster dress (laughs) what's on willow's dress uh roosters and or peacocks i'm not sure what they are no quails i think they're quails yes right so they're both sort of flowy i want to say velvety dresses yeah i think tara's is pretty velvety i'm not sure and I was looking at both of them, thinking them that they were velvety. Yeah. Quails mm-hmm. and other plant life. <laughs> yeah, it's very green and very, very Wicca of her. Tara's got full on flowers. And then they start dancing. And I don't know where your mind went with this, but I saw them lift off the dance floor spinning. And I was like, that's like, that's a thing from Casper. Yes, that <laughs> definitely happens in Casper. It does happen in Casper. I was watching it with my fiance. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I, I think so. So yeah. I went on this like five to ten minute <laughs> search for the Casper dance and the part in it where yeah, they, they start float. floating. Yeah. Like he comes back as a real boy or something. And yeah. then the end of that clip is she kisses him and then he disappears because he's a g- I don't What the fuck was that movie, man? I don't know. I think at some point he gets to be a real boy or some shit, but only temporarily, man. Her dead mom comes back and visits her dad when he's watching the dance. It's, uh, yeah, it's got problems. (gasps) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, they pull the Casper on us. Uh, Willow and Tara start floating as they're dancing. Like, someone's going to notice this. (laughs) Right? Right? Oh my god, they're not (laughs) subtle. Really They're like a foot off the floor. And it's, oh, it's badly shot. It is... Uh. It is not well done. No. I think it's actually better done than in the Casper clip that will be in the show notes, so <laughs> give that a watch. That one's really poorly done. Oh, I bet. What what year is that movie from? 94, I think. Ooh, rough. Yeah. Rough. <laughs> yeah, not good. They had a lot of CG for 94. Mm, bad idea. Okay, and that is our episode, I believe, unless there's anything else to talk about. Nope, that's that. Yep. Uh, Michaela, did you enjoy this episode? This is the best time I have ever had watching this episode. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> sentence was a roller coaster for me. <laughs> yeah, I can see why. Yeah, Could, do you I, care to elaborate on that? I mean, I think of this episode and I'm just like, sounds like a lot of Terra. Don't really feel like I want to get in on that. But they really, I, I don't think I ever appreciated just how self-aware it is. Mm-hmm. And how they're all saying like, oh yeah, like I don't know much about her, but she seems really nice. And it's just that whole thing of like, you have that friend in the group and the friend has a new relationship that isn't part of the core group. And like, you don't really know that much about them, but you're sure that they're really awesome because they're dating your friend. But like, that doesn't mean that you're necessarily- You know anything about them or like them or can joke with them. Yeah. Not, and like, that's just going to take time, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The parts of this that are about Tara I liked. I feel like they yep. actually get, finally give her something to do, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got all those same feelings. I think Tara's stutter acting is not good. Leaves something to be desired. Yeah. Certainly. I had a pretty good time with this. I don't think it's particularly memorable, but it definitely wasn't bad. And I'm just so glad that Tara is like trying to be a character. Yeah. Or the show is trying to make her a character, rather. They've given her so much backstory. Oh, uh, yeah. So much more to work with as a person. Right? Like, she has so much more of a character now. Yeah. yeah. So she's Super obviously good. the winner of this episode. Yes. Absolutely. Tara's the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Loved her. I'm so glad that she's a human with feelings and such. It's great. <laughs> uh, just quickly before we get on to some teaks, what is the best outfit from the episode? When Harmony walked in oh. with that green sparkly purse and that <gasps> blue sparkly <laughs> and that I'm so sucking. mad at Joss for not having like a proper establishing shot of that outfit. I know. How hard I is just... it to get a camera up on there, man? Yeah. Just fucking put it up on your shoulder, take it up there, see her as she's coming in the door. <sighs> just glorious. I gasped when I saw that outfit. And it's I was so, so good. sad that I couldn't capture its full beauty. So harmonious. Yeah. Great. <laughs> All right. And then Teeks, what do you think Teeks called this review? Our favorite IMDb reviewer, Taylor Kingston from Australia. The one with Tara's past? Very close. The one with Tara's family. Oh, okay. Yeah, I considered that as well. Written October 28th, 2014. I really like this episode. It's one one of the more serious episodes instead of a funny one, but it's still awesome. Super long summary here. Uh, We're not going to get into too much of it. Tara's family comes to visit her for her 20th birthday. Nice, right? No, it's not. Because they're not nice. (laughs) Oh, no. So demon side's gonna come out. Uh, She does some magic, makes every other demon invisible to them. I mean, classic Teeks. So when they're attacked by Glory's new friends, they can't see their attackers. First time we've heard about Glory or her friends. Good times. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have to use all their strength to kill them. Or at least so they don't get killed. And then a lot of stuff about Spike. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cheeks loves Spike. Um, Like, uh, so much of this is Spike-focused with Spike (laughs) saying you're welcome to Buffy. Teeks loves that. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Tara comes in. Spike hits her right in the face and it hurts him. That means there's no demon inside of Tara whatsoever. Just a story to keep the women in line. Every Anyway, everything ends up good. Tara's family reluctantly leaves, and Tara has a nice birthday celebration with the gang at the Bronze. Overall, Aww. I give this episode a 10 out of 10. Wow. Right? Teeks. That's uh, pretty... This is the rating stuff that Teeks did, where I was like, Teeks, what are you doing? Oh, you're magical, know. Teeks. Like, I can't... There's no consistency. It's amazing. Uh, I love it. You can't so ever good. guess. I was gonna guess high, but like 10... 10? 10? 10? 10? Never Ten. change. All right, Mikhail, what is up for next episode? The next episode is called Fool for Love. <laughs> right, this is the one that you were super excited about. <laughs> I'm going to call it Becoming Part 3, The okay. Spike Years. <laughs> uh-huh. Because we're going to get some Spike backstory. Ooh, we also see, I've just seen the Netflix thumbnail, and that mm. is Spike in a black t-shirt, as always, looking very angry, I think punching someone down on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Buffy in a dream slash, yeah, fantasy that he has. <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say? We'll find Who out. Who is to say? I believe you're looking forward to this episode quite a bit. Like a lot, yeah. Like quite a lot. Like yes. a lot. I'm very excited. Cool. Trying to keep a lid on it. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right i am looking forward to it too as to then uh yeah i think that's uh that's about it until next time then our listeners can always reach out via email beyond the new.hellmouth at gmail.com all of the stuff that we've been talking about picture wise will be up on the facebook uh show notes is where you'll find the mr mug compilation <laughs> and the casper clip and i'll start it at the right time so you don't have to search around through that too much but feel free to watch the entire thing it's crazy oh <laughs> not the entire movie just you know that clip it's relatively still crazy short. yeah oh it's very crazy still anyway this episode will be up on the reddit buffy.reddit.com and you can find us individually on blackberry messenger yes bbm <laughs> oh apparently it's... it's still around it's made a comeback oh if the God. ads are to be believed <laughs> i'm on there at rimworld michaela oh gross <laughs> <laughs> i'm on there at rnt park very nice and until next time, farewell, farewell from, from the, the hell now. Welcome to the hell now. Hell now. Hell now.